Welcome to Day 3 the Podcast. Now, before we get started, we would like to say a quick thank you to our patrons on Patreon. To start is our Shadows regulars. Thank you to Jamie and Sabino. Thank you to Janice Libby. Thank you to Olivia. Thank you to Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and now, on to our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, West Pickman. And thank you, Gorham Palmer. If you would like to become a patron, uh, just go to the link in the description. And a final thank you to our patrons. It's because of you that this podcast is even possible. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to D3 the podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As always, with me, I have. Who are you? Why did you ask me that oh, question? Shit. You know who I am. <laughs> no, no, I. I, I asked forgot Jacob. to say who I was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just some. <laughs> now I can read. I mean, Ruby, are you not even paying attention? I get to redirect it now. No, you yeah. don't. <laughs> Caleb caught you. It doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I'm Jacob, your faithful GM, and with me, I have. Hi, my name is Ruby, and I play Lav, and I'm half vaccinated. Thank you. Hi, uh, my name is Caleb, and I play Fio, and I'm no vaccinated. I don't like your I don't like your sexy voice. My what? I, I vote you he, never. He use did that not again. do it. He did. This is how Caleb usually no, sounds. No, he he, he used like a slightly sexy voice, and it was weird. No, Ruby, what? When we hit a certain threshold in the night, or I'm just tired, my voice goes down a couple octaves. I don't or when like I'm it. sick. That's not. This is not a conscious thing I'm doing. Uh, so, last session, you guys helped the Ascending Ones Hunter Group set up a temporary supply line for ingredients for the elixirs, and helped the Temple Roots Society on one of their hunts, in which you helped a ghost move on by completing their unfinished business of finding an Officomen. That was an episode I named Ancient Gay Lesbian. Wait. Ancient Jewish just lesbians. Ancient Jewish. I mean, ancient I lesbians like are gay, but ancient, ancient Jewish gay lesbians. lesbians versus those ancient straight lesbians. That's true. Is a is a straight lesbian just a bi person? I think so. Do you know what? As a bi person, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, to start off, you guys get your thousand dollars at the top of the month. Nice. And we're going to start off with a relatively, I'm guessing, quick one. Uh, Lavender, you, uh, it's been a few days since the last mission. Uh, you have just finished dyeing some blackout curtains in a tie-dye pattern. Um, well, if they're all dyed and dried, I'm going to bring them down to Fern. Uh, you go down, uh, do you go during the day or at night? I go at night. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing you go down. His door's closed as usual. I'm gonna knock. Uh, relatively quickly he comes over and is like, hey, uh, what's up? Is there something wrong? Uh, I brought you the blackout curtains you requested, like, forever ago. Requested? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> oh, man, these, these look a little expensive, uh, what an attack you want, I can take moment. off some of your, your rent for this month to pay for these. I mean, I'm not gonna object. I'd 
happily take less rent, but... Oh, fuck, man. He looks at... He just now notices they're (laughs) tie-dyed. Oh, this is fucking sweet. I don't know whether to love this or be, like, super upset. (laughs) Because I've never liked Fern. That's true. You you have always been kind of (laughs) spiteful of him. (laughs) I really don't like Fern. What, what don't you like about Fern? You know exactly what I don't like about Fern. He's been a very good landlord to you guys. Sure, sure, Jacob. It's not like his entire house is a fire hazard or anything. Just his apartment. <laughs> and besides, his apartment's on the bottom floor and fires burn up, so you're fine. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruby has left the call. She was at the right amount of tired for that, I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, he goes, what should idiots. we do about it, Ruby? Should we kill him? I'm going to kill you. Just kill Fern. I'm just going to kill you. Me? That's not going to solve your Fern problem. <laughs> Fia almost killed Bubby Rosie's ex-husband and his new husband. That was last that was session. Pretty, pretty great. Wasn't one of them his boss? Yeah. yeah. One of them he also boss. murdered the owner of the Neon Haze. And you make fun of me for my... my illogical hate how dare you try to murder two old gay men (laughs) i didn't make fun of anybody for anything would have been a real hate crime yeah it would have been the two old gay men one of who is black and the other one's jewish yeah it's like a like an uber hate crime they really fit like the three top categories of hate crimes anyway fern goes this is incredible if i could cry i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't need to worry about it, man. I mean, I promised to tie dye you something a long time ago, but you never really told me what you wanted, so... Oh, I did? Right, I did. It's because you needed a... Was that the skateboard? Yeah. Was that the, like, That was the haunted stuff? skateboard and the iron thing. Because oh. I, I, I was dealing with a haunted skateboard. I really should, probably should have figured out you guys were, like, hunters when you asked for iron. I mean, do you know what? Live your life, my dude. Live your life. He doesn't know. Oh, he'd live even some, better with these curtains. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll listen. Listen, I will absolutely take the cost of like buying these off your rent this next month. I mean, I made them, but don't worry about it. You can do it if you cool. want to, but I'm not going to push you. I totally am. That's best gift I've gotten in like decades. Ah, Fern. Anyway, I'm gonna go hang them up now. <laughs> oh gosh. Glad you like them. See you later, buddy. See ya, man. Uh, and Fern's gonna close You're the so door. You're so pleased with yourself, you can, Jacob. You can hear what? how much Ruby is like, <laughs> like just being like, "Oh God, I hate this guy. Let me get out of here." <laughs> like, <laughs> hate him, and yet he's being perfectly polite. Yeah, it wasn't Lab. It was Ruby, but it bled it into Lab because of Ruby. Hey, I'm not here to uh, act. I'm here to play. Don't worry. When Fern dies at the end of the season, you'll be happy. Yeah. He heroically sacrifices Fern. himself. No, when we be find even him more in the club. pissed if he heroically sacrifices himself. No, no, Ruby, we're gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be the guy behind pulling the strings the whole time. He's gonna be. The, he's uh, really the, the owner of the he, club scene. Yeah, he's the owner of the club scene. If he is Jacob, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving you. It'd be he'd be really shitty. <laughs> if, let let me honest. It was only last like two sessions ago that the club scene put out those like wanted posters he also helped us to talk f- to the yeah, other vampires if, if, he'd be really bad at his job if he he had first-hand knowledge knowing you guys 
were trying to get rid of the club scene and then did nothing about it for like half a year. It's, look, it's all 4D chess, okay? <laughs> yes, of course. I hate 4D chess. 3D chess, I can sort of handle. I like 3D tic-tac-toe. I'm very good at 3D tic-tac-toe. I'm bad at all of them. Yeah, you are. Uh, Anyway, uh, Theo, uh, you actually have a meeting set up with your dad. Oh, yeah. You uh, wanted to chat chat with him since you found out he was apparently a punk back in high school, according oh to uh, according to Johnny, one of the members of the Streetlight Pack, yeah. a pack who's part of uh, Modern Marvel's Den, Very who nice. apparently knew your dad back in high school. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go go meet up with him. You have a little meeting set up to uh, chat with your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sitting there. He's he smiles, happy to see you as always. Yeah, of course. He's not gonna be so happy to see you once he finds out why you're here. Hey, kiddo. Could you What's up? How are you doing? Um, keeps him honest. Uh, I go. I'm sorry, oh, I got hey, thrown dad. off by Jacob's I, dad accent. I just wanted to. Uh, this is specifically Fio's dad. No, I know. Yeah. Hey there, kiddo. Ugh. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> yeah. I am really an alien in disguise. How you doing, scamp? Um, Champ. This is how your Earth human Damn. dads talk, correct? Uh, yeah, I'll just say, uh, hey, Dad. Uh, I j- I just wanted to come by, have a little chat. I met some guy named Johnny. Said he used to know you. Johnny, need two bit Johnny from back in high school? I don't know if he called himself that, but that's that's. He said he knew you from high school. Jeez, I, yeah, like the first like two three years of high school. How'd you run into him? He's like a werewolf now. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's Johnny? a werewolf now. The kid who you know was running bets for the local bookie. I guess. I mean, he's part of that, um, that den. The one, the, the suits. He looks at you unsure. <laughs> they run the company. The the, Can't the name. Deep Wolves. No, no, the other one. Are you talking about Modern Mar? You, you mean the Davidson family? Right. What that's they call the one. Modern Marvels now? <laughs> Caleb knew. Caleb knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. Right. Forgot they go by uh some big tech business now. Yeah. But yeah, he works for them, and oh, he's yeah, a werewolf. I guess they wo- roped in some of their old uh old members into that. Yeah, he's a he's like he's worked a piece for of like shit. the local mob. He was like a kind of like two bit gangster who would mainly do like sports betting. Mm. Uh, I lost contact with him after I changed high school and went to the one uh, where I met your mom. Yeah, he says you used to be like a real punk. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure I would. <laughs> I'm sure I would use that term. You sure? You sure that's not that's not the, the right term to use? You know, listen, listen. I had I I had some issues, some troubles. Do you know uh, what I back can't believe is Seamus brought his bi- blind friend on a heist. I just realized that. Wait, who? What? Seamus bought <laughs> his blind friend I don't, on a heist. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, Frankie was the one with the key to the apartment. He could have just given Seamus the key. I know, but also, like, I don't know if I don't know if we should call them sneaking into the, our apartment to get beer a heist. Oh, they thought it <laughs> think was about, a heist. Think about how much worse it would be. If this kid, if you didn't find Frankie and his friend, you just found this kid you didn't recognize in your apartment. That's true. That would have been weird. That would have been much worse, I think, for them. Yeah. But he goes, yeah, I had some, you know, issues back then, you know, um, a little angry. No, listen, there's nothing wrong with being a punk. That's like, you know, 
That's my that's my thing, you know. Well, yeah, you know. Um, or do you mean like the the like rampant violence of being a punk, and not like the the counterculture? <laughs> well, there was definitely some counterculture stuff going on. I wore, you know, leather jacket. Didn't really care what you know society thought about me. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it also led to some um some 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 violence. I'm not quite proud of. Nah, that makes sense. <laughs> Though I guess it did lead me to your mother, so there's that. That it did. Your mom Does was Vio into know... the bad boys. Does Vio know how his, the story of how his parents met? Probably not the full version, I imagine. Yeah, probably not the full version. I don't think he wants to pry. That's gross parent stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say, uh, you know, I, I went in thinking I was teaching some kids some lessons, and... You know, violence like that doesn't. Anyway. Violence like that doesn't, you know, change anyone's mind. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Fia does not understand that. <laughs> of course he doesn't. He can't, He wears like brass knuckles yeah. on the daily. Yeah. Sure, Anyways, I that... believe you, pops. Yeah. Is that why you want to come by just to, uh, you know, you know, grill your old man about his past? Raz your old man. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> he he laughs. Well, I I do have something else for you. Oh. Uh, he gives you a piece of uh paper, uh-huh. which has a phone number and a password on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I talked to my contacts with a uh, frequency four oh four. Oh yeah. Text this word to that number when you need them to shut down the cameras at the club scene. You got it. Thanks, God. Dad. I just talked awesome. about not doing violence, and now well, this is different. <laughs> you get that this is different from a bunch of punk kids calling you names and beating them up, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. These are literal rapists. Theo does not get it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to stats call roll to see. I'll, I'll roll uh, subterfuge. Yeah, roll me manipulation or composure plus subterfuge, actually. I'll spend a willpower I'll give point. It to Fuck you. it. <laughs> composure plus subterfuge. Uh. Let's see. So that would normally be two, because my composure is three, but I get a minus one for having nothing in subterfuge. But I'm spending a willpower point, so that's five dice. Ooh, Dad did not roll great. Uh, he even had a bonus, because it's his son. He did not roll great. Let's see if I roll any better. Two successes? Defender wins on ties. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks at you, he kind of narrows his eyes, well, well, you know, if if you can't tell the difference, I'm sure you will eventually. Bible, I believe you. I think uh, you understand what I mean. Yeah, totally. Anyway, sure, Dad. If you're working with uh, Johnny, just be a little careful. Um, if he's anything like back in high school, he's a little. Uh, how do I say? Uh, he doesn't always think everything through. Impulsive. Okay, that's the word. Got it. He's he's a more uh, quantity over quality when it comes to uh, plans. I see. Well, I'll keep that in mind. So, uh, how's things at work going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. It's going pretty well, all things considered. Uh, we, you know, I met my boss. Oh, really? The the one who owns? I'm guessing you mean the club owner, not Mr. Mardock. Yeah, I've known Mr. Mardock for a little while. <laughs> Theo, come in here. I need makeup advice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I'm getting a gift for for my for the kids. Uh, not that you don't think Damien would try it on first. Yeah, no, Damien's no, just he's... like I'm, I I want to try it out, see how it looks. <laughs> 
this is assuming that Damien at this point hasn't already tried and decided whether no, he likes it or not. On, he's trying on makeup for his kids. He's like, I want to try it out before I give it to him. Oh, oh, incredible. Yeah. They got the same complexion as me. Uh, what do you think? He's just like, he has like barks on his face <laughs> and asks Theo, like, which one looks best with my complexion? Oh, God. Well, that's good. Uh, you made a good first impression, I hope. Yeah, I think so. Perfect. You know, does he seem like a good guy? Yeah, he seems pretty He's good. An old gay. Oh, good. I'm glad. Anyway, unless there's anything more specific, I think you and your dad just shoot the breeze as usual. Uh, you get confirmation that he was indeed a punk. Uh, but more in the violent sense, you get the feeling. He he's talked to you about he had some issues back in high school after his parents uh, passed away. How did they die? A uh, car accident. So they weren't murdered. Nope. Uh, as far as far as Theo and as far as his dad knows, just completely mundane causes. Uh, afterwards, his dad then lived with his aunt and had to switch schools. Uh, midway through his junior year of high school, which you know was also a little tough on him. Uh, we cut over to Lav. Uh, speak of the devil, Lav, you actually got a call about meeting with Damien. Oh, um, all right. She is going to bring. Yeah, what phallic some... food are you going to bring this time? It's spicy food, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, she's going to bring some jalapeno hot cocoa. Okay, sounds good. Uh, is it like dried or is it in like a little thermos? It's in a thermos. Oh, incredible. Uh, so you head to Damien's office. By the way, uh, it to took every fiber of my being not to say jalapeno. <laughs> I hope you're proud of me. Said <laughs> jalapeno hot cocoa. I don't know if I'm proud of you for the bare minimum. <laughs> the bare minimum is a lot for me, Caleb. Okay, I guess in a sense then I'm proud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, incredible. So yeah, you head to the Mardok Foundation, um, uh, as usual. I'm gonna say Fio was actually there that day. Sitting out. Oh, in I the also lobby. projectile sandwich into the back Leo? of Leo's head. All right, Romy Dex plus athletics. Oh shit! Forgot to open a dice roll. Just hurting Leo with these sandwiches. <laughs> oh shit! Laughs here. Dives under. A oh dice. wait, no, I don't need to go to roll twenty. Fio, Fio, you you text. <laughs> yeah, I text Leo. Laughs here. Like <laughs> <laughs> he he goes. Oh fuck! Just immediately turns towards his door and pulls out a baseball mitt. <laughs> Four successes. Okay, you go in and you actually land it directly on his desk in front of him. Nice. He goes, oh, fuck. Oh, thanks. And then she's she's already gone by the time he, like, <laughs> turns Says to say. thank you. Yeah. Amazing. It, by the way, she started putting little internet memes that she makes about Leo on them. <laughs> oh, my God. What? You gotta give me some examples, Ruby. You can't just say that and not, not give the audience some examples. Um, well... Uh, the first one is, um, she, she redrew, she redrew that Spongebob meme where it's, it, he looks like a bird and he goes, like, where he's like talking, but all the letters are weird. Yeah. Um, and she re, she like drew over it. So Spongebob looks like Leo and there's a little Gary that is Charlie, Charlie. And it says, but I already brought lunch. Oh my God. Ruby, Ruby, we got we got, I'm sorry, we got, we got, we got split up. Literally the third, first idea I came up with was that meme, and it's saying I already had a sandwich. Why do we need to split up? I think this is Kismet. No, Kismet is with Lav. Yeah, fate. <laughs> I can't believe we came up with the exact same meme. Out of all the memes. 
Uh. Um, but today it is that meme of Geralt making fun of, like, saying how much he hates uh, Dandelion. And um, instead, uh, Geralt is replaced, like, like they're, it's changed, so they're talking about the sandwiches. And Geralt has Leo's hair, and uh, Dandelion has laughs. This is an insane amount of effort. It really is. <laughs> I didn't expect her to actually be changing the memes. <laughs> this is... I do think Lab would do one where it's the are you winning son, except it says are you eating son. Yes. But this is a lot. Listen, Lab Lab does not half-ass anything. Are you eating son? And then it's like, shut up, dad. The whole thing is, the whole meme is like, shut up, dad. I'm I'm fighting people on the internet. But instead it's, uh, shut up, Lab. I'm uh, fighting people on the internet. Incredible. Oh, God. Yeah, Lav really does not half-ass anything. Yeah. If Nothing. Theo ever sees the, the she, he's like, where does she get the time to do all this? <laughs> she works like three jobs. <laughs> yeah. And is constantly planning, too, for the club scene. It's true. The secret is Lav does only get like three hours of sleep a night. She She's loses sleep people. over this. <laughs> She's one of those people who doesn't need more sleep than that, though. I feel like she sleeps three hours a night, and then once a month she sleeps for, like, a day. Yeah. It's very unhealthy, but in her mind, that's just how things work. It's called lav time. <laughs> it's just a day blocked off to sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I like that Fio. Fio knows this, too. Oh, uh, man. No, I don't know if, uh... Oof, man, I almost don't want to go back to the apartment. Why? Uh, you know, it's lav's time of the month. Oh, is she having her period? No. <laughs> It's lav time. It's lav time. <laughs> like, that's a little sexist of you. No, you don't get it. <laughs> Cut to lav shuffling around the apartment in a robe and slippers, just kind of tossing things out of the pantry, grabbing a handful of food, she eating it in the kitchen. She grabs a handful of loose pasta. <laughs> and just shuffles back to her uh, room, leaving the kitchen a mess. Like, moaning like a zombie. Ugh. I'm glad we're adding this very important canon in yeah. right near the end of the campaign. <laughs> yeah, right near the end. Uh, anyway, so you get to Damien's office, the reason why you came. Yes. Cool. Uh, the office door's closed, as usual. She's gonna knock. You hear, oh, come in. Lab comes in. Uh, you see, uh, Damien is in his office, uh, with Bucket, his pug on his desk. You see him, uh, adjusting a bow tie on Bucket. Oh, that's adorable. Thanks, it's his favorite one. Oh, you have a favorite bow tie? Yes, I do. You got to look good if you want people to take you seriously. Kismet, why don't you have a favorite bow tie? What's a bow tie? That thing that Bucket's wearing. A collar? No, the the bow on it. What's a bow? The the little... Like what you shoot arrows with? No, like, like, Lav would point it out. Kismet knew that. I feel Lav has talked more about weaponry around Kismet than... (laughs) That's true. Than clothing, despite her job being clothing. <laughs> What'd you say, Ruby? She points Missed at at, at uh, Bucket's bow. Well, I've never worn one before. I've put you in a bow tie. You have? Oh, precious baby. I thought that was just a fancy collar. I can't see what's on my neck. That's true. Do you know what? You're not see? wrong, buddy. He looks, he looks down. <laughs> see, I can't see it. That makes sense. See? Buddy, remember how I can't see what you see? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But look, my neck, my neck, like, blocks it. That makes sense. Next time I'll take mm-hmm. a photo and show you. Ooh, like what you do for the internet? Yes. 
It's bragging, but just to you. I like bragging. It's how people know you're awesome. <laughs> well, remember, we, we don't brag in front of other people, but we can brag in front of each other. But only you and Fio can understand me. That's true. So you can brag all you want, technically. Yeah. So anyway, what did you need me here for? <laughs> yeah, Damien's just been kind of waiting for you to finish your conversation with your dog. Just pulled out his phone. Like <laughs> He seems unperturbed by it in the slightest. Oh my god. Oh my god, Bucket has an OnlyFans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't sign off on that. <laughs> I can't no, allow this. Canon. I gotta draw the line somewhere. No, it's canon. Caleb, you can't stop it. It's already happened. I sure can. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. No, it's already happened. These are my intellectual property, okay? I can stop all I want. No, you can't. You're powerless. Uh, Caleb, this is parody. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, just yell free speech, Ruby. Free speech! I'll save. There we go. Damien uh, hits the uh, unfold the little ladder on the side of his desk, desk and uh, Bucket walks down it. How a ladder? Down a ladder? Sorry, I <laughs> stairs. <laughs> I was like about a to step say, ladder. I was like, God I damn, was, Bucket. <laughs> like, I, I, I was thinking of a step ladder. Uh, I see. Okay, that makes okay, more that sense makes because sense. I was like, yeah. I didn't know Bucket was a ripped. ladder would be impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? For <laughs> any dog, let alone a pug. Yeah, right? God damn. He's been practicing it for years. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. First person to name their dog Bucket will get a bow tie hand sewn by me. God, this is. This but you have is to name the goofy, dog after are, the goddamn podcast. We are we are in goofy mood today, and I'm all for it. This is what happens when I've had nightmares for a week straight and got no sleep and drank two cups of coffee. And you Caleb's get weirdly Caleb. coherent Ruby. Uh, Damien would go. So I want to talk to you about a business opportunity. Hmm. Uh, you, uh, have connections with R&R Blacksmithing, correct? Yes. I'm, um, I'm Riley's apprentice. Perfect. Uh, and they're the ones who made your, uh, scissor knife things. Yes. Perfect. So, I'm thinking about adding a new department to the Marduk Foundation. Hmm. I'm thinking of adding a specialized equipment department. Do you know what? That's you look cool. a quartermaster. <laughs> Wouldn't that be under R&D? Oh, this would be more... This would be more the production of specific weapons. Okay, so an armaments department. Yes, but I can't put that on taxes, so. And the Marduk Foundation is technically classified as a non-profit. Okay. But it would be the non-techie side of what Leo does. I'm not sure Rochelle would be up for, Riley and Rochelle would be up for leaving their smithery. Oh no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be hiring them full time this i was thinking arna blacksmithing would be a great choice for contracting specialized weapons for the department well, i definitely think that's a good idea perfect well i know heard you work there as you said you yes. were uh riley's apprentice i was wondering if you could work as a liaison real quick to help set up some of those first contracts sure or um, you know maybe a going uh of a relationship moving forward let me text um them now Oh, before I do that, I'd be happy to pay you for your service. Oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. I, I'm just setting up stuff. I think Damien will slide a, a contract towards you and go, we offer health insurance. Uh, and she signs. <laughs> Amelia, do you at least read it over? No, she just signs it. Do you oh, know how well, expensive health insurance is? 
you you should have read that over first, but I trust you. Yeah, and and then Damien's horns huh. grow. His skin turns red. <laughs> you signed it, you fool! <laughs> Perfect. Well, you did sign it, so you will be working under Bucket. No, I don't mind working under such a handsome boy. Thank you very much. No. Uh, he goes, well, perfect. Uh, this was just, you know, uh, I probably won't be paying you a lot, but we'd be willing to offer you the same insurance I offer my other employees uh, for doing this. She's I'm like thinking... drooling at the thought of having Fio's insurance. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah, good listen, insurance. the 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 Little Fish players offer some sort of insurance, but like they're an independent like theater troupe. They can't offer a ton. <laughs> Part of their health insurance is you do have to go to Rochelle first. For a non non emergency cases, Rochelle, not Rochelle. Sorry, uh, Grace. Yeah, have to go to uh Doctor Grace first, and then get her recommendation for non emergency cases. Yeah, but now he goes. Well, this is perfect. I was hoping you could maybe set up some of that stuff going forward, and if you'd be open for it, I may uh have use of your services in the future if this goes well. Of course, um, I will start. Um, do you have a list of uh contracts you want to set up? Uh, I have a few ideas on projects, but they need to be refined a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want me to set up maybe a dinner for you, Rochelle and Riley, to sit down and talk it over? Oh, that sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, now, will you be paying or will it be split? Oh, um, I'll, I'll pay. Of course, I'm the one who's uh, looking to hire them. Um, Lav that, like, will, like, set it up by, like, texting when uh, Riley and Rochelle yeah, are free. Yeah, you, you organize... Uh, you she's organize order, with like, Damien's. A, not a super expensive. She's gonna order like she's gonna like take the, like pick out like a nice barbecue place. Yeah, you you set up a reservation. You work with Damien's uh secretary or so office I assistant. So I thought that Damien's office assistant was Bucket for a hot sec. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It's really hard to set up like uh type emails and set up appointments when you don't have thumbs. I mean, hey, he, he climbs a ladder point. with no thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's easy, Caleb. Well, why yeah. does why doesn't he just go to the hobgoblin market and just buy some thumbs? Yeah, he can just get some thumbs. <laughs> can you imagine just a pug? I hate the fact that he absolutely <laughs> could do that. Can you imagine just a pug but with like human thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow worse than having whole human hands. Is just having the thumbs. Yeah. Face cat or it's hand somehow, dog? Yeah, it's somehow worse than hand dog. <laughs> It actually becomes an internet sensation meme. That's the next meme on Leo's sandwich. <laughs> this bucket with thumbs. Leo's like, God, I, I see enough of that. I don't need that on my food. Yeah, Damien has <laughs> started posting the ones he likes in the in the employee lounge, in the break room. Oh. Uh, I do think Damien will say, "Oh, while you're here, a quick question." Yes, I believe. This is true from what I heard about your scissors. Do you know if Theo has any blessed weapons? I believe his knuckles are. Are they blessed? Yeah. They are not. His thing has sunlight. The sunlight damage. Yeah. Um, His have but sunlight damage, that... but I don't think that they're wholly blessed. Mm. You might want to look into that. I've heard some, um, I don't know what type of force, but I heard the club scene might have some connections to otherworldly beings i know from what he's told me already has the iron and silver and sunlight enchantments uh it might be worth it to look into getting them blessed and maybe look into some sort of thing to help them cut through magic might be two things to look into level text just in case that. sure feel you're sitting at the front door you get text from lav 
Okay, what's up? What's she just say? relays what Damien asked. Uh, okay. Yeah, that might be a good idea. He says, okay, thanks. Cool. She she writes back potassium. <laughs> yes. Says, bring it. He just he types back, God, you're such a nerd. Sends a, a winky face. Before you go, Damien is uh, just like, oh, by the way, I just ordered some lunch. Would you like some? Oh, sure. Uh, Lav gives him some of the cocoa. Perfect. You guys uh, share a lunch of cocoa and uh, spare ribs. Nice. Uh, cool. She'll talk. She talks more like like shop, but in a fun way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Damien has. Damien shows you what his starting ideas for these possible weapons. They are all very like clearly just sketched in his notebook mm-hmm. with notes Lev about them. Lav will start fixing that right away. Uh, it's clearly like. He has an idea of what he wants. He just doesn't know how to draw, like, the specifics, which is why he wants to talk with... Before he actually commissions the pieces, he wants to talk with Riley and Rochelle to get their input on it. Lav will start, like, taking out the biggest kinks. Because she doesn't know how to make swords or weapons, really, but she does know how to make, like, some things. So she's like, well, here's... You'd have a weight issue here... And like so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. So you guys chat and you guys have a good time. We cut to a couple of days later. Feel you're heading over to the Neon Haze for work. I sure am. Uh, as you approach, you see uh the door open and you see uh half leading, half pushing, a hand on each of their shoulders. Kunako leading slash pushing Danny and Diana out the door. <laughs> hey, what's up? Kunako is being completely unreasonable. Okay. Kunako, how are you being completely unreasonable? Because I told them that there should be employees only before the club opens because the boss is coming today. Yeah, okay. Guys- But we are the ones who show that you have such, you know, customers who are so loyal to you. (laughs) Just- I'm I'm sorry, I gotta agree with Kunako on this one. Scram. (laughs) Can't believe you guys are being so unfair after all we've done for the club. Listen, just because you can't show up early doesn't mean you can't show up, you know? I can't believe you almost got us... Everything you've done for the club, you guys almost got us caught for OSHA violations. We weren't even violating OSHA! You guys don't work here! (laughs) Fine, well, maybe we won't even come back when it opens. You just... Maybe you just lost two of your most loyal customers. If you're so worried about business. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Let's go, Diana. Yeah, they turn up their noses and <laughs> head down the alley. God, those sassy little bitches. Kuko looks at you and goes, okay, come in. We gotta make sure everything's ready. Yeah, okay. Well, well hang on there, Kuko. I'm just the muscle. And you're employed here. We need to show that you pay, you know, you, you pay attention and stuff. Come on. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> she lends you in. You see, uh, the place is spotless. It's like wow. perfect. Okay, so what we need to do before he comes... Uh huh. We need to double check everything downstairs organized. So say you have every all the liquor behind the bar organized, right? Yes, Kunako, I do. Kuna- by both by both quality and and alphabetically, right? Is the mm-hmm. cat there? Uh no, Hadwin is not there. Kunako, I think I think it'll be okay. I'm like, feel if this goes well, I might get a promotion to running the new club as well. Yeah. The place looks great. And who knows? Uh, he's been fine on the phone. He could be completely unreasonable. What if he hates what we've done with the place? I mean, I talk, I've met him in person. It's fine. What if he thinks it's too gay or something? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. What if he thinks it's when? too gay or something? I yeah. think his husband would object if he thought it was yeah, too gay. Yeah, he and his, his husband used to be married to Bubby Rosie, and they're still friends. 
wait, wait, was he was he at the apartment? Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, what if he heard? Oh no, oh god. Heard what? I I don't know. What Kuniko, what would he have heard? I just, hey, Kuniko? Raucous mm-hmm. lesbian sex. Kuniko. Just yeah. just breathe. Roll me uh composure plus presence, actually. Plus presence, ooh. Yeah. We don't do a lot. We're doing the the two attributes roll to put off, you know, a calming aura. Calm Kuniko down. Oh, that's pretty good. (laughs) So far, we've got five successes. Let's let's see if I can't bump that up to a a tight six, which I did. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Uh. It's just the fact that just truly nothing faces Fio anymore. And it just... (laughs) Except for, you know, meeting his boss and Lav Lav revealing him. Um, That did throw him off a little bit. It did. She goes, okay, he's nice, you said? Yeah, he's fine. He's just an old gay guy. Oh, thank God he's queer. Yeah. Oh, phew. She, like, wipes some sweat off her brow. Yeah. Uh, She looks instantly, like, more calm. Yeah, we'll be fine, okay? Okay. He's married to Bubby Rosie's ex-husband? Yeah. Ex-ed. Ex-ed. She's, listen, she's very flustered right now. Don't you go judging Kuniko. Yeah, she's the fan favorite, Ruby. Is she? I'm inhabiting the character. Yeah. I thought that was, that was, um, Danny and Diana. No, it's, it's gotta be Kuniko. I've, every time I've talked to somebody about it, they've always been like, I love, I love Kuniko. (laughs) (laughs) She just, is like, you want, she just has this, like, positive mom energy. Everyone wants Kuniko as their cool queer mom. I like cool queer moms. That's what Kuniko's going to be someday, most likely. Does she want children after having Danny and Diana? Yeah, Yeah, she thinks if she has kids, she can stop them from turning out like them. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, if I can handle Danny and Diana, I can handle any kids. Coincidentally, that's also Theo's feeling. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they get along. That's why they're the mom and the dad of the group. Yeah. They, They really are. It's so really funny cool how uncle. our friend group doesn't have a dad. It's just me. I'm the single mom of all y'all. Listen, I will say I'm I'm not the dad, but I definitely take my role as neurotypical one of the friend group very seriously <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it comes to planning yeah, and scheduling and shit. things like that. Uh, but yeah, Vio's just like, calm down. It'll all be fine. Okay. All right. I believe you. If you think he's cool and chill. Then he probably is. Yeah. He comes in dressed as okay. um that man who's always lavishly dressed and plays the piano. Elton John? Elton John. <laughs> I'm proud I was able to get that. Piano Man dressed lavishly. Funny enough, Piano Man, the song, not written by Elton John. Who is it written by? That's Billy Joel. So so Kunko takes a seat at the bar. Jose hands her a cup of water. Uh, he looks at you and goes, so you think the place looks good? Yeah. It looks right, cleaner cool. than it ever has and probably ever will. <laughs> <laughs> Jose nods in agreement. Uh, and just about then... Kuniko uh, just cries about it. Yeah. The the front door to the club opens and you see Frank. Uh, he's this probably 70s, Frankie. 80s. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I realized that when I was editing the last episode yeah, no, today, that... I was like, no. Nah, hmm. Listen, oh, that's, well. that's the eternal trap of GMs. Yeah. You're always going to have a name that sounds exactly like another name you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless you're Caleb and you add Y's randomly. Well, no, they'll, they'll still, they'll still wind up exactly the same. Mike, you piece of shit. 
What, you don't like me pulling a George R.R. R. Martin? No. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Rob with two Bs. See, this is why I hate George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin. Because I legitimately thought that that's how you spelled the names. No. <laughs> I'm too dyslexic to notice. Oh, I know. I Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That's mean. No, it's funny. It's also sad. I'm literally too dyslexic to notice they were spelled different. Yeah. Uh, so the door opens and Frank comes in. He's this 70s, 80s, uh, dark-skinned uh, black man. He has uh, a shaved head and this kind of like neat-capped like gray beard. Uh, he comes in, he's wearing a... Uh, kneecap. Yeah, he comes in and he just kneecaps Fio. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm testing ya. You can't stop me. How do you expect to stop a fight in here? <laughs> yeah. She's just like the the mean uh, mentor from a shonen anime. Oh my god! She just starts beating up the main character. Yeah, so he starts beating up Jose, the chosen. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. God, we're like doing a, a a a what is it called? Like a best of exhausted best of. He comes and he goes. Uh, Kuniko, Fio, chosen one. <laughs> yeah. Somehow spread to him. No. Yeah. yeah Everyone really knows good. you can't escape. There he goes. Uh he comes in, he's actually wearing a suit. Oh wow. When he comes in, uh he's wearing a suit with like a light like jacket over it and a hat. He's not wearing a winter parka. No, it's like he's May. In Florida. That's true. He's from Mississippi. He's an old man from Mississippi. That's true. He's wearing like a full like it's like mid May. He's like wearing, he's wearing the- like a full like uh like uh, trench jacket. coat. He's wearing, like, what they wear on Hoth. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. He's wearing this, like, long jacket and a uh, uh, fedora. And that's the second Star Wars reference. Lady. I'm on a roll. Uh, he comes and goes, it's nice to meet all of you in uh, person for the first time. He kind of winks at Fio. <laughs> Fio nods. He's like, ah, yes, an old man joke. <laughs> uh, he comes and goes, uh, Jose and Kunuko introduce themselves. He shakes their hands. I'll be, uh, frank with you guys. No pun intended. I love this man. Uh, he kind of takes off his jacket and tosses it over his arm. I think you're all doing a wonderful job here. Kunuko just starts crying. The club has been running amazingly. I've heard very few complaints. Complaints I do hear are usually from, uh, hateful people. And so I'm in town because... As I'm sure Kunoko has mentioned to you two, uh, I'm looking to open up a new location. And I'm opening up a new location because I fully believe it's because of the three of you and the other employees that this place has been running so well, especially in my absence. So I am going to stay here the night and here, see how all y'all work. But I'm mainly here to ask for uh, suggestions on if you guys know any places opening up or if you have any suggestions on new people to hire to run the club a recommendation from any of you will go quite far for them feels like do i sabotage my work for danny and diana (laughs) uh but while you're thinking that over jose will first go actually i've been um working with a a kid uh his name's alejandro he doesn't have a lot of bartending experience, but he's really picking up very fast. Uh, I've been, I hope you don't mind, I've been kind of teaching him stuff in my off time. Uh, I think he'd be a great addition, especially uh, maybe under a more experienced bartender at the new club. Frank Nazgas, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, send me his information and tell him to uh, get in contact with me. 
Uh, he looks at Kuniko and Fio, see if you guys have any recommendations. Um, Danny's already employed. He's fine. Yes, Danny works at a makeup shop. <laughs> what about Diana? Remind me. I think Danny would 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 lose, like, would be like, I can't believe our friendship is dead if you don't suggest him. Uh, Diana currently is unemployed. Okay. Pretty sure she's living off her boyfriends. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, um, we have a couple of regulars that come around here. They might need a little bit of training, but they know their stuff. Uh, Kunika will actually speak up and go, I actually, yeah, I, I know who he's talking about. Uh, she actually helped out here. She's actually, she's really good at de-escalating situations. I think she honestly might be, make a really good bouncer or security for the other place, or at least someone who can help de-escalate situations that might occur, uh, during the nights. Yeah. Uh, he knows, goes, well, uh, if they come by later tonight, point me out to them and I'll, uh, talk to them. I sure will. I have a few leads on new locations, but if any of you happen to hear about places closing up or places you guys know the city better and areas that people might be going to looking for nightclubs. Uh, I'll keep it in mind. Offer him up one of the clubs we're taking down. Well, I'm not. I'm going to do that after we take it down. <laughs> Feels like I'm going to suggest it once it's open. Like, because yeah. if it's right now and he's like, wait a minute, Fio, this is already owned by somebody. Fio will be like, ah. Or at least, <laughs> at least you can mention it when uh, you, there is a mission that you guys will be doing where you guys are talking to people about buying the places. Yeah. Uh, you can talk to him then when you have a more clear idea when you're pretty sure it will be closing down. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lav, I will say last session also did already mention to him that you guys know of some clubs that might be going defunct. So, he is aware. Lav already laid the foundation. Yeah, Lav, Lav laid the foundation last session when you guys uh, met him. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? If not, I'm going to say the night goes relatively smoothly. Uh, if if Fio told Lav this was going to happen, she's going to bring all her friends. Good. Because uh, she does wants Theo... to make it look turnt. <sighs> I don't know. Robbie, though. No, we think <laughs> they should all come. Okay, uh, you do. Uh, Lav... You come, John, Gloria, Ben, Robbie. Uh, you pretty much you just send out an invitation in general to all the Little Fish players. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a good number of them come. Uh, Theo, you're uh uh you're sitting at the front, uh doing your thing, letting people in. Uh, you see a group of people come, and at the head of them, you see Lexi. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. Um... <laughs> You son of a bitch, Caleb, that voice break got me. <laughs> he was like, okay, it's early in the night. No reason to turn them away. Just stand aside, let them on in. <laughs> uh, they come in. Uh, she goes and uh, she notices you and just goes, oh, um, hey. Uh, hi. Uh, is it cool if we go in? Is there room? Yeah, there's, uh, there's plenty of room. Okay, um. I hope you're. I I hope you're doing well. Yeah, you too. <laughs> she she kind of nods. Um, if you'd like, you can roll me wits plus empathy. I'll try. <laughs> I'll give it a. I'll give it a roll. I'll also b- b- beef up it as willpower. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's four successes. Hot damn! Okay. Uh, there's definitely pity in her voice. Oh my god! Seriously. If you remember um, a few missions ago, the text you drunkenly sent her. Yeah. 
or the phone call and then text. Uh, she definitely you see a little bit of like she feels kind of she feels less so, but she still feels a little guilty and like a little bit of pity for you. He 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 he's just gonna, he goes. I'm fine. Enjoy your night. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and she heads on in uh, with uh, a few other people you recognize from Little Fish Players. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, and besides that, the rest of the night goes well. Danny and Diana do come back. Uh, but they come back about 15 minutes after it's opened. <laughs> about how long oh, they no. held out. I think Theo is going to say, um, hey, Diana, not to put you on edge, but uh, if you impress my, my bosses here tonight, and if you impress them, you might have yourself a job. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Cool, I only have like four beers then. Oh, my God. Maybe keep it to two. <sighs> I'll do my best. Okay. But thanks, man. That's all I ask. Thanks. I, I appreciate it, Theo. Yeah, no problem. You're going to be taking my job. <laughs> well, I assume I'll be taking out the new place. Yeah, of course. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I assume your position's not opening anytime soon, or is it? Pro- probably not. Not unless this wrestling thing really takes off, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck on that one. <laughs> Ow. Damn. <laughs> Diane walks in not realizing how quite how mean that was. Damn. That, that's actually why Lexi asked if you were okay. D- Danny, Danny, do you see that? Can you look at my arm right now? I think I got a burn. Yeah, man, you gotta put some ice on that. It's like, whew. Yeah, I th- that's like hot as the sun right there. I don't know. Are you sure? Are you fe- he puts a hand to your forehead. You feel it. You're almost feverish. You are burning up. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, go inside, you chucklehead. <laughs> Two idiot gays. He does finger guns to you. Oh my god. So, uh, rest of the night goes smoothly, though. Uh, you see, actually, Diana talks with Frank a little bit. Uh, and then things seem to be going well there. Uh, we cut to a little later. Uh, Lav, you're heading over to John Storm, uh, to help him move out. He's, uh... Where's, where's he moving to? Uh, well, he's moving back home for the summer, at least. Uh, you know, actually helping him pack up is, uh, Leo, Sean, and Julian are all coming to help him move out as well. Oh my god, Lav is like, I don't know why you're asking me to come, and she just wiggles her noodle arms. Lav, you're, you're as strong as me. I'm kind of more emotional support, though, with Julian around. Well, I, I thought, I thought you'd like to come help. I appreciate it, and we will help as much as we can. Julian just picks up his entire dorm. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, that desk belongs here. <laughs> Julian, we Julian, don't need the wardrobe. <laughs> Julian, we don't need the walls. Uh, you head up. Um, yeah, uh, Sean, Leo, and Julian are there. It's actually a little, like, hard. It actually feels does feel like a little too many cooks in the kitchen. Lav, instead of being a cook in the kitchen, is the lady with the cookies. Yeah, you see Leo's actually just kind of helping John organize stuff into boxes that then Julian and uh, Sean pick up and carry out. She she brought she brought peanut butter cookies and lemonade. Incredible. And so things are going pretty smoothly. Do you have any chats you want to talk with any of the walkers about? Not that I can think of. Okay. Sean uh, gives like you a big... very normally friendly. Yeah. Sean gives you a big hug as always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sean, every time. It doesn't matter how long it's been. He gives you a big old bear hug. Every time, every time she sees him, she's like, wow, my life is filled with so many dads. <laughs> Listen, it's oops all dads. Yeah, it's oops all dads. Well, no, Lav has three dads, two moms. And two moms. 
Yeah, it's oops all parents. So, uh, things do go pretty smoothly. Uh, it's not hard for both Sean and, uh, Julian to move a lot of the stuff. She asks Kismet to do a sweep to see if he smells anything left of John's. <laughs> Incredible, he does find a single sock under the bed. He, like, wiggles out within his mouth, he's like, Agar! Agar! The, the, the sock of John's. Uh, she's like, okay, give it to John. But why? Because you got it for John, remember? But, but I like it. John, can he keep your sock? Um, sure. How, how about this kismet? How about I give you the other one of the pair? <gasps> <laughs> Would you like to wear your socks, kismet? <laughs> can I? Am I allowed to do that? Lef puts on the socks onto his front paws. Uh, he does the thing dogs do where he starts, like, hopping up. Very confused. Yeah, they're like, this is weird. Why is it? Why? I can't feel the floor. You're the one who wanted them. I mean, they're soft, but no floor. How can I tell where I'm walking? The floor's still there, buddy. But how can I tell where I'm going to step? By by looking? <gasps> hmm. Never thought about it before. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he starts hopping down the hallway. Uh, it was also a very easy move. Weirdly, like, the hallways cleared out whenever Julian was walking down. Oh my god. <laughs> His mystical terrifyingness. Exactly. So while Kisma is like hopping down the hallway, uh, the rest of the walkers except John have uh, headed mm-hmm. to the elevator, finished bringing stuff out. Uh, John kind of pulls you to the side and he goes, Hey, um, so I was thinking about next year and uh, I think I might move off campus next year. Oh, nice. So where do you want to live? Well, I've been uh, looking at uh, some small one bedroom apartments in the area and uh, you know, my dad's gonna help me pay f- uh, for for the rent, because it'll already be cheaper than the dorms, and you know- I mean, it's already gonna be split halfway. Yeah, you know, I feel if I- wait, what? I mean, of course we're gonna live together. Oh, thank god I didn't have to ask. Oh, this was way easier than I thought. I was gonna bring up the whole thing about how it didn't really make sense for me to have my own place, if I was spending most of the nights as your- at your- at your and Fio's place, so it seems to live off campus, but- if I was spending so much time at a place, but, you know, if we were living to- Oh, man. Laugh. I'll have to talk to Fio about it, because I don't know if he's gonna want me to stay in for the rest of the lease, um, or if he, you know- Well, I'm not- I'm not planning moving into at least September. We have a few different places yeah. we're looking at. But, God, I- I love you. You make this so much easier. I love you, too. She gives him a kiss. Yeah, he kisses and he, he gives her, like, a deep kiss. Love, love gives him a deep kiss back. I'm- Really looking forward to, you know, us living together. Yeah, we're gonna feel like real adults soon. Well, I'll still be in college, but, you know, it'll, it'll be nice not having to, you know, split my time between here and your and Fio's place. Yeah, and if you ever need to escape escape the craziness of the household, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love you. I love you, too. He'll give her, he'll give her another kiss. Cute kiss. And kind of hold her hand as they walk out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kismet's just like, Mom! I want these off! Uh, you guys start Help! walking. You start walking down and Kismet goes, I lost one of them. Does Laugh find it? No. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just gone. Did you eat it? No. Are you sure you didn't eat it? Yes. Because if you ate it, we need to take you to the vet. No, I didn't eat it. I chewed it, but I didn't eat it. No, I oh didn't god. eat it. I know I... better than that. <laughs> You're getting some pumpkin in your food tonight. Ooh, okay. Is pumpkin the orange one? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I like orange. Yes, you do. <laughs> you can only vaguely tell what orange is, yeah, but... Yeah, he, he more knows it based off the smell than the actual color. 
He knows certain smells are orange because Lav has told him certain smells are orange. Yeah. Because he can only kind of see them. Because he's not completely colorblind. No, it's mainly just red green, I believe, yeah. for dogs. I can't remember if you like. Well, no, he actually, actually, no. He has full. Vision. He has full. Uh, he has full like night vision. I think he has full. I mean, night vision is in black and white. There is no color in night vision. Well, there is for him. Oh, cool. Because he can have... only see colors at night. <laughs> yes, that's actually it. He's fully <laughs> colorblind, except at night. It's real weird. You know, being half omen really fucks with your biology. Yeah, it really fucks you up. Perfect. Cool. So you and John and Kismet head out. God, he's such a dumb little baby. Oh, for sure. For I sure. love him, but he's a dumb little baby. Perfect. Uh, we cut to Theo. Uh, you are backstage at a uh, match. Uh, you're ready to go out. Uh, you're shooting a little promo there. Uh, between you and Noah, the real man, Lewis. What? Well, you know, a bunch of wrestlers have, like, name the blank or, like, something yeah. titled than their name. Yeah. Like, the native beast, Nyla Rose. Or Nyla Rose, the native beast. Or the absolute Ricky Stark. Or, like, uh, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, the real man, no- Noah Lewis, is his title. Uh, I- I've explained him to you, roughly. Yeah. Uh, he, his whole thing is he's a, he's a heel, uh, and the whole thing is he's a, air quotes, real man. Yeah. Toxic masculinity! Yes, that is very much his gimmick, uh, makes him a heel. Uh, Sophia, uh, you hear the announcer, and, uh, first to the ring to face off with his opponent for our event in two weeks' time. Pretty pink! Yeah, I think Theo will sort of swagger on out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, woo, we love you. It's for a promo, so I think he's wearing, like, a pink shirt with, like, a pretty deep V. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think he has sunglasses in that V, like, hooked oh into the God. V. Oh, incredible. And he's also wearing a pair of, of sunglasses? <laughs> well, no, no, he's not Orange Cassidy, please. But he's wearing a, like, pink leather jacket, and he sort of walks out. <laughs> uh, he, he waves at people. He does the thing where he, like, kisses his fists, and then there's the little, like, lipstick prints on them. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then you hear, and his opponent, in two weeks' time, Noah Lewis, the real man. Uh, and you see him walk down. He's a little bit taller than you, actually. About the same sort of broadness as you. Uh, he's also wearing a leather jacket, but is over a, uh, like, white t-shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. and he is, he is also combing his hair to one side uh, as he comes down uh, into the ring. He just, like, does, like, like tries to, like, do his hand motions, like, pump up the crowd to cheer. Uh, you just hear boos coming yeah, from the course. crowd. And then he just goes, and he just goes, and he flips off the crowd with both hands. He grabs the mic and goes, I didn't need you fuckers anyway. Theo, I think, he, he has a mic of his own, I yes, assume. Yeah. And he just sort of shakes his head, like... Looking like, like, looking amused. Like, kind of even playing up the idea that he's, like, kind of chuckling. Yeah. Oh, what, what are you lo- laughing at, Pink? <laughs> I'm laughing right at the funniest joke I've seen all day. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, incredible. He, he plays up getting, like, a little frustrated. He's like, oh, really, I'm, I'm the funniest joke you've seen all day? Maybe all week. 
Well, I don't think you'll be laughing when your perfect little makeup gets all messed up. He nods, he nods, he goes, maybe not, but, uh, listen, my makeup, that gets messed up, that's an inconvenience, yeah, but, uh, what about, what about your whole getup? I mean, like, the whole, like, real man thing, that's gotta be a shield for some kind of fragility, right? Just cause I fucking <laughs> know myself and I don't have to hide behind three layers of makeup and, you know, all that, uh, lipstick. Are you sure there's some guy liner? Doesn't mean I'm hiding anything. In fact, I think you're the one who's hiding. Can't oh, even like now? face to face the audience with your real face. It must be such a shame. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't. I don't know if I buy it. Like, what? You're the real man, as if like you didn't have that title, you'd vanish into thin air. <laughs> now I'm called the real man because real masculinity has already been disappearing because of fuckers like you. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> this is laugh in the audience. I'm being the audience. Uh, yeah, of course. He says, um, all right, man. If you think that, let's see how that plays out in a couple weeks, huh? Oh, we yeah! will. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. And you know why? Because, you know, I get why? about three extra hours of training a day, which is this about how long I'm guessing it takes you to put all of this together. He gestures <laughs> to your face. I mean, ironically, He's it like, does take oh, yeah? six hours. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I'm going to win, because I fight good and I look it, too. <laughs> yeah, you get some whistles, some cheers at that. Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, I might need some tips afterwards how to get makeup off my knuckles. And remember, <laughs> kissing mid-fight is against the rules. Yeah, I'll save it for after. <laughs> uh, that seems like frustrate oh, him and he kind of so funny tosses his mic down and like disgust at you even suggesting that <laughs> yeah real men kiss men and he air quote storms off from the ring i'm sorry there's nothing there's nothing more manly than loving men really is nothing especially i mean wrestling it's already so homoerotic yeah of course uh, you hear the audience kind of cheer as he heads off. Uh, do you have any final... So you're left alone in the rain. Do you have any final yeah. words to leave off on? He says, um, I can't wait to see you, you guys all in a couple of weeks. Uh, let's hope that Mr. Vanishing Act over there shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that gets like an actual like laugh from the audience. <laughs> Definitely got a laugh from this audience member, but I'm yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna make you roll. I think you just have the charisma. And people, uh, you guys, you think you did a pretty good job setting up, uh, and the answer comes out, and that match will be right here in two weeks. Make sure to pre-order your tickets now. They are going fast. But next up, we have, and then he starts, uh, reading off the names of the match that's on right after you guys' little promo. Very nice. Uh, and you head off backstage. You see, uh... Noah Lewis, the real man, uh, on his phone as you head backstage. I'll uh, sort of w give him a wave and a smile. <laughs> yeah, he looks and he goes, "You did fine. Oh, I'll see you. Uh, you did... I'll see you in two weeks." Yeah, I'll see you in two weeks, man. He kind of heads off. Oh, is he an actual homophobe? He's not a homophobe, but a little bit. He plays a heel really well. Let's just say that. Yeah, of course. As he heads off, uh, you see this uh, older man, Biva, like beer belly. Uh, Balding on top approaches you. He's wearing a kind of crumpled suit. He goes, Hey, uh, you did a great job with that promo out there, kid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. Just the voice you used for that. Really, it, it got me. It tickled me. <laughs> um, 
What voice? He just talked normally. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't realize that, you know, Jacob's a 65-year-old man. <laughs> Why do you think he's uh, with 80-year-old me? Thanks. Tony Carnell. Uh, he holds out his hand. Nice to meet you. I'm with a turnbuckle wrestling. I don't know if you've oh, heard of cool. us. Have I heard of them? Uh, roll me, um, hmm. Uh, just, just intelligence plus, uh, composure. Not intelligence plus politics, Jacob? Actually, politics would work. There isn't, like, a workplace. <laughs> yeah, I got, I couldn't think of anything specific that would be for the- I, I would actually- No, I would let you roll intelligence plus streetwise, actually. Intelligence is two. Streetwise is three. Damn. You always forget you have good streetwise. <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah. Just you guys don't do as much streetwise stuff. Four successes. Uh, you've definitely heard of him. Uh, you know he's the main hiring person for Turnbuckle Wrestling. Uh, they're a touring company that does a lot of touring in the Northeast. Uh, they don't have, like, the biggest name signed to them right now. But you definitely think it's it's one a lot of people get their start in. It's, like, kind of, like, not shady, but it's very small. Uh, but they, like, can get you pretty consistent work in a touring type of situation. It's definitely something a number of people, uh, get their start in, and then they maybe move up to a slightly, like, bigger circuit. Uh, <laughs> and you, you've actually heard, they, they have a couple, like, bigger names that have worked through them. Uh, I think I'm gonna say, uh, you know, actually Wolfman started with them back, uh, oh, back lovely. in the day. Uh, yeah. Lovely. So, it's, 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 uh, I don't know if you've heard about us uh he does hand you a business card i've heard a little bit yeah yeah you guys uh wolfman worked with you for a while oh yeah he's one of the bit one of our biggest names yeah i uh did a good job promoing out there uh didn't play up too much but you know got the audience hyped enough honestly you know we don't have to take my advice but i think would play up some of the uh cockiness even more it's you'll be surprised how caught how much cockiness you can get away with if you're a baby face Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I heard about you uh, from one she of our... won't alienate the audience too much. This, uh, Tony goes, Yeah, I heard your name from uh, one of our new uh, signees. Uh, do you know the Pigeon? Oh my the god! Pigeon! <laughs> pigeon! <laughs> that was the first guy I ever feuded with. Oh yeah, he had he had nothing but good things to say about you. Uh, so oh, I decided god. to check out one of your matches. <laughs> yeah, I just want to introduce myself. Uh, I'll be probably... Coming by to see your match in a couple weeks. Awesome. Yeah, I've heard heard good things about you, and uh, uh and seeing depending on how things go, just uh, keep me in mind if you're ever looking for a uh, representation, maybe. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. He kind of like gives you like a solid like uh pat on the shoulder. Wonderful. Uh, and he heads off. Uh, yeah, you have a business card, and you know he's probably going to be at your next match. No pressure or anything. Yeah, none at all. And yeah, take that, Diana. No, um, cool. How's Fio feeling? Pretty damn awesome. Awesome. Did an incredible promo. Got an offer. Yeah. Very a, pleased. It's, it's the start. You you got your foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, it's the next day. Um, Lav, you get a call on your phone. Yellow? Hi, is this Lavender McAllister? Who's asking? Uh, hi, we're with Store Storage. Uh, we're afraid there's been a bit of an accident at your unit. What happened? Well, unfortunately, a fire seemed to have broken out in the unit. Uh, we have the, uh, fire department and the police here right now, if you'd like to come by. I'm on my way. Uh, she's gonna call her dad. Uh, sure. Uh, which one? 
I feel, I honestly think that um, her papa would know more lawyers. Okay, so you call Coney. Yeah. Hey, sweetie, what's uh, what's going on? Uh, someone burned down my storage unit. And I what? Think I'm, gonna need a I'm coming down. Are you okay? Are you uh, safe? Were at, you there? I'm fine. No. Okay. Oh, thank God. You have but a storage all unit? All my shit was there. Yeah, I've been researching the club scene, so I kept it all somewhere else, not home. So oh, that. Okay, I'm I'm coming down right now. Have you called your insurance about it? Um, that was the plan to do it next, but I also think we might want a lawyer present. Okay, uh, I... talking to the cops? Okay, I, I know someone. I can get someone down there right away. Awesome. See you in a bit. See ya. She also calls John. Hey, Lav, what's up? Those bastards burned down my storage unit. What? Were you there? Are you okay? No, I'm not. I wasn't there. I'm on my way, though. All right, well... Uh, my dad has a lawyer on the way. Right, do you want me to come down? Um, you are welcome to come down, but I mean, I don't know what you'd do, so... Well, uh, let me just head down, then. Okay. See you in a bit. Cool. Uh, so you head down to... Lavender's, like, fucking fuming. Yeah. Uh, you head down to your storage place. Uh, you do see there's a fire truck outside, along with a, uh, a police car and what looks like an ambulance. Just, you assume they, they just sent yeah. an ambulance just in case. Was anybody hurt? Uh, who are you asking? She'll ask, uh, you all, uh the oh. ambulance. Yeah, I will also say I think there's, uh, all the employees are, like, outside on the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, you ask the ambulance, go, uh, no, not that we found. Um, do you have a unit here? It was my unit that was targeted. Oh, uh, targeted. Um, well, you're going, you might want to talk to the, uh, officers about that if you think, uh, it was targeted. Yes, I do. Uh, cool. There's a, there's a cop car there uh, mm -hmm. with a couple of cops. Are any of these cops, uh, the corrupt ones? Um, though, no, they were let go, remember? Okay. They were, they were... I just want to make sure that none of these guys are left corrupt. Yeah, you also wouldn't really be able to recognize them, but you know their name of the corrupt cops. But no, uh, Detective Malone told you that they were let go and suspended without pay and are looking uh, possibly to have fi charges filed against them. Yes. Okay. So, um, Lav is going to go up to the cops and she's going to be like, um, my unit was the one that was targeted. <sighs> All right. Takes out a little notepad. Can I get your name, please? My name is Lavender McAllister, and I believe that my unit was targeted due to the fact that I have been um, hmm? conducting investigations against the... What was the club she was attacked at? Uh, She was attacked at? Yeah. Uh, The Quick Impulse. Um, I've been conducting um, an investigation into the uh, bad business practices and number of assaults that have happened at the Quick Impulse. Investigation? Um, Are you... There's a case... From, uh, she'll, she'll, she'll name the date it happened, that, like, the date her attack happened, um, and in the past year, I've been trying to expose them for the bad business practices that led to my assault. And you think they came and burned down your storage unit? Yes. You can also, uh, ask about this to Detective Malone. Mm, okay. Um, she's aware of the situation. Uh, you see him, he takes some notes. Well, uh, ma'am, uh, I shall look into that. Yes, thank you. She's she's gonna ask the people at the building, is it just decimated? You ask one of them, go, um, we haven't really gone to look at it yet, uh, but I believe the, uh, uh, some of the firefighters just said that, uh, it was safe to go in if you'd like to take a look. Thank you very much. Lav will go in. Okay, you go in, um, you see uh, a couple firefighters leaving. As you go in, you, uh, as you start to approach it, you see a small... A uh, little stream of black sooty water 
running down the pathway. Uh, you go in and you see it is covered in ash and ruined paper. Rule me, uh, rule me wits plus investigation. Four successes. Okay. Uh, you can tell that not everything in here was burned. Okay. Uh, you can definitely tell that it looks like the storage unit was forced open mm-hmm. at some point. But I think what from what you can tell is at, honestly, uh, it kind of went up really fast, but the fire didn't get as far back as it might have been. Uh, mm-hmm. You're guessing both of those things happened because you had a wall of boxes in front. Yeah. Um, you, it looks like someone either set them on fire or threw something flaming at them. Uh, and thus it made the first half of the unit completely scorched up the walls. How damaged is my back? The back of my unit. Unfortunately, in the back, while it looks like it did not get as burned, it looks like the water that they had to bring in to put out the fire ruined a lot of the papers. Uh, you can see in the back there are some wet boxes that you might know you might be able to save, but a lot of it looks like it was either burned or what wasn't burned. They set up a big enough fire and it was contained enough that they had to use a larger hose to put it out. Okay. Lav, I think, lets out a frustrated sigh and rolls up her sleeves. Mm-hmm. You go in, you see that actually, like, the table you had in there is scorched but re- relatively okay. Uh, about half of the dog bed is burned. Uh, you look at it, surprising the little generator you brought in to run stuff actually seems surprisingly intact. Uh, I'll She's say four successes. salvage all this. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say four successes. You can tell that they kind of threw or set it off. Uh, they did something, set fire to the place, and left. They didn't wait to mm-hmm. see that everything was burned. They also didn't wait and see if anybody was in it. Uh, there's a chance they didn't. Okay. I will say as you go in, at some point you lower the door, the kind of shutter, uh, and you see something on it under the, like, ash Mm -hmm. that scorched up the walls. What is it? Uh, you see a little bit of something. Do you grab something and try to wipe it away? No, I'm going to take a photo of it. Okay, uh... Can't, okay, you take a photo of it. And then I'll try to possibly wipe it away. Okay, I'll say you're able to get something wet and you takes a little bit of scrubbing, but you wipe away the scorch marks and under it you see someone has spray painted on it. Strike one. Detectives! Uh, I think that's where we're going to end the session. At the end of this, uh, you've collected all your allies, you've done your research, you've gotten the resources you need. All you need to do now is have some plans for after you raid them. You need to talk to the Sin Eaters to take care of any spirits that might be left there. And you need to talk to people about buying the places so they can't come back after you raid them. Uh, And we will do one of those next week. Thank you everyone for listening uh, to D3 the Podcast. Uh, If you'd like to support us, you can find us on patreon.com slash D3 the Podcast. We have tons of short stories, essays, bonus writing, just general bonus stuff for the podcast on there. And it will give you access to our exclusive uh, patron-only chat on our Discord channel, which is usually open to the public. Uh, If you'd like, you can come there, discuss theories, post cute photos of animals. Uh, It's it's mostly, it's honestly mostly just us posting animal photos. Yes, it's a lot of animal photos. 
uh, but also some few discussion, uh, the podcast and things like that. But thank you for everyone for listening. Every listener helps us out so much, and we love every single one of you. Genuinely. Any final words from you guys? Uh, just thank you so much for watch, uh, for listening again, and uh, you know, excited to see where the end of this campaign goes. Um, I just want to describe in detail what Lav is going to do to the person who decided to burn down her holiest of holy places. Um, so first she's going to remove their 